Welcome back, everyone. We have our very own sexy Saturday here for you. We have a good one for you today. Our top five fast food restaurants. One MLB game of the game of the night. Omaha Blue committing to Iowa State. And then a guess that player at the end. So let's get right to it. We'll start with our top five fast food. And we are not doing top five franchises, top five whatever. We are just strictly doing our personal opinion of our top five. So we'll do it just like we did last time. We'll start with the five. I'll go. I'm going to throw out one that maybe people don't put on their list for top five. But I'm going to go with Steak and Shake at uh, my five. Big hamburger there. I, or I like the hamburger. It's nice and thin. Uh, comes with a really good shake. They have underrated fries, too. Very good fries. Um, I'm a big Steak and Shake fan. You know what's funny? I actually had their uh, brother program instead of them. I had Freddy's. Okay. Owned by the same guy. Mm-hmm. You know, same steak burger, little smash burger. Excellent shakes. Also, fry sauce. Maybe a top five sauce of all time. We'll we'll have to debate that later. But yeah, Freddy's is definitely my fifth spot. It's a solid burger. Little on the greasy side, but still solid. I will eat there if I see it. That is that is a underrated one for sure. My girlfriend Rachel loves Freddy's. She wants to go to Freddy's all the time and loves that fry sauce. So that is a good. Uh, those are two good underrated ones. So with, for my four, I went with Arby's. Uh, I love Arby's ro- roast beef sandwich. The roast beef slaps. Uh, the curly fries. They also have very good underrated shakes as well. Definitely an elite fry. You could see them as a top three and not being three. Um, but my number four is KFC. Uh, those famous bowls are elite. All right. You get the mashed potatoes. You get the chicken. You get the corn. Love those. Plus, just the regular chicken itself. Uh, getting a bucket uh, is good. Um, so, yeah, I have that as my number four spot. Plus, chicken sandwich, elite. Um, I don't know what sauce they put on it, whether it's just butter or mayonnaise. Elite. Uh, for my three, I went with Panda Express. I, I could honestly probably eat at Panda Express every day with the orange chicken and the fried rice. Get a side of crab ragoons. Eh, superb. Superb meal. I have heard some people get food poisoning there, though. So I'm a little nervous on that. Never got that. But I'm a big fan of the orange chicken. Did you see that they're doing burritos at some of the um, pandas? I did not. Like an orange chicken burrito? Because that would Yeah, fly. you get like an orange chicken shrimp burrito with lo mein inside. That would, that would be, be good. That'd be top two and not two. Yeah. No, I have Chick-fil-A at my three spot. Another elite sauce. Uh, Chick-fil-A sauce is pretty damn good. Um, chicken sandwich is also elite. like the mac and cheese there. Excellent diet lemonade. Diet lemonade is good. Love the diet lemonade, even though it's still about 200 calories for a diet lemonade. Still, still a solid drink option there. Never had the frozen lemonades where they like to put the ice cream or whatever in it. Yeah. But that's probably pretty good too. But yeah, I got Chick fil A at three. I like the Chick fil A at three. Uh, underrated item there that I just recently uh, got was a Cobb salad. Comes with. 
the grill or either grilled or crispy nuggets in it. And it's got like corn. You can pick your sauce, uh, onion tangle things. That uh, It was good. I got it the other night. Underrated there. I'm a big salad guy. I like salad. I know it may not look like I'm a big salad guy, but I like salad. Uh, for two, it's got to go Jimmy John's for me. I get Jimmy John's once or twice a week now that I live here in Ames. Uh, it's fantastic. I can get two or three items there and that won't ever get gold. Get the barbecue chips or the salt and vinegar chips with a large cherry Coke. It's just a fantastic meal. Fantastic combo. They also have very underrated chocolate chip cookies and the kick and ranch is also as well. Very good. I as well had Jimmy John's at my two spot. Um, get the Hunter's Club, no tomato, uh, add onions and kick and ranch, elite sandwich. Um, like they're playing just kettle chips. Give me a lemonade as well or water if I'm feeling healthy. <laughs> Great sandwich. <laughs> it, it's a solid sandwich. High protein ratio. A lot of people talk smack about the bread. I like the bread. I hate how sometimes like the way they fold the meat, it slides out when you take a yep. bite. But that's the only downside. That's the reason why it's two and not one, is that sometimes you take a bite, the meat slides out. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> Never want your meat to slide out. <laughs> Never want your meat to fall out of the buns, dude. Yeah, you can't have your meat falling out of buns. No, not good. <laughs> can't have the meat falling out of the buns. Sexy Saturday. We're having that's a sexy Saturday line right there. <laughs> All yeah. right, so for the big finale, the number one. I have to go, and if you know me, you know what I'm going to say. It, it's Raising Cane's. Raising Cane's is the best fast food. That chicken is so tender. The cane sauce is unbelievable. The Texas toast, the coleslaw. They have very good ice there, too. Whatever their, their ice with the drink, the soft drink, unbelievable. Cane's is above everyone for miles. Very good. Another elite sauce. Um, when I go to Cane's, I have to get the extra crispy or else it's just not crunchy enough for me. But um, And also, you got to swap the coleslaw for toast. If you don't do that, you're weird. I like coleslaw, man. You got to double your bread. Got to double the bread. Anyway, my number one is T-Bell. Taco Bell. Mm. Get in the box. Every time, due to inflation, is now like nine dollars, which is insane. It used to be five bucks, but no, it's still f they have one that's five bucks if you order online now. They make you order it online, they make you order it online, okay. And it's Whatever. five dollars. That's thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get three main items a heat Baja Blast and some cinnamon twists for five dollars or it used to be five dollars if you just order at the window but i guess ordering online gets you still at five dollars but it's just elite you know back in my college days you'd order the burrito pack so you get four burritos four tacos you'd eat the tacos go to the bar come back heat up the burritos and eat it it's definitely a college party snack loved it it got me through my three years at simpson Gotta go T-Bell. Yeah, there's a bunch. I, I'm a big Taco Bell fan. Uh, there's so many good places, but like what I was saying at the start, we were just going our top five. Uh, 
You could argue uh, so many other ones. Uh, but yeah, there's our top five fast foods. Um, yeah, like McDonald's is like a top. It, that's a historic program. Yeah. But it didn't crack, crack my top five because sometimes, no. you know, the fries are cold. Yeah. Um, sometimes, you know, you got a high schooler working back there and they just mess up your burger or mess up your order, which is not, not to say it's their fault, but, you know, it's, it's quality control there. And I the damn ice cream machine never five. works. The damn ice cream machine never works either. True. Yeah, Canes didn't hit my, hit my top five. I love Canes, but just to me, there was better options. Plus, the one in West Des Moines always is wrapped around, so you have to wait at least an oh, hour. It's so busy all the time. But, yeah, it's just, you know, different circumstances, you know, worked on my scaling, and that's why some didn't make my top five that I like, it just wasn't quite good enough. Yep. I agree. So we'll uh, move down the line. Uh, we got just one MLB game. Uh, it's the game of the night on Fox uh, Padres twins, two very good teams, two uh, similar records. I didn't check who was pitching. Didn't really care. Don't like either team, but thought we'll do at least one game. So go ahead with your prediction and I'm going right now, whatever you do not say. So. You're not even gonna. Nope. If you if you pick the Padres, I'm picking the Twins. If you pick the Twins, I'm picking the Padres. Hmm. 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 Well, looking at yesterday's game, it has the Padres as the favorite at negative at minus one twenty five, and I'm gonna have. They're the home team as well. Looking here. Um. You know what? Just because I have family that lives in Minnesota, shout out Minnesotians, going to go with the Twins. Only reason. I know they're the underdog on Unibet, FanDuel, and Bet365. Don't care. Twins. All right. That's settled. I'll go with the Padres. They both have similar records. I don't really know much about them. Uh, I think the Padres are supposed to be better than what they were this year. I think they've kind of had injuries and people thought they'd be maybe a little better. The twins are good. Didn't Carlos Correa go to the twins? Wasn't that? Didn't yeah. He? Yeah. So they have some dogs. Uh, they had another. Buxton still there. Buxton. That's that was the other guy I was thinking of. They got some dogs on that team. So I'll go with the Padres since you went with the twins, but yeah, I, I have no reasoning for that just because you well, went with the twins. No Tatis for the Padres too. Still out with that motorcycle injury from yeah. the off season. So that Tatis is there. Different story. He's the face of baseball. I don't care about Otani. Mike Trout's the best player, but the young face of baseball is Tatis. He's not playing. Give me the Twins. Give me Minnesota. There we go. There's our one MLB game for the day. Uh, some huge news as a, a huge cyclone. Right. Omaha Baloo uh, commit, committed to Iowa State uh, a couple of days ago. He's a five-star recruit. He's listed as the number 12 player in the 2023 class, the highest recruit ever in Iowa State history uh, for basketball, for really anything. Uh, he chose Iowa State over Kansas, Oregon, and the G League Ignite. Uh, and the G League Ignite is just an NBA uh, like G League team that guys are going out of high school instead of going to the pro or instead of going to college. Uh, but huge news. He plays for Waukee. Uh, he'll play his senior season uh, in Waukee. Um, 
but just a huge pickup for the 2023 class. Let me give you a little stat here, and this is going to blow your mind if you haven't already seen it. Iowa State right now is third in the nation in the 2023 re- uh, recruiting class behind Duke and Kentucky. Third behind Duke and Kentucky. That's just insane to go from two-win season two years ago to the Sweet 16 and now having the third highest-rated recruiting class coming in next year and had a very high recruiting class coming in this year. So TJ Osselberger is your daddy. He is a heck of a recruiter, and I cannot be more proud to be a Cyclone fan right now. Yeah, um, Omaha, being from Omaha, named Omaha, that's tough. Um, plays at Waukee, so in somewhat in-state recruit. Huge get, especially getting him over Kansas. Um, if he would have went to Kansas, that would have been really tough for Iowa State to compete, I think, especially losing in-state talent to out-of-state schools, which normally happens, which I'm glad it's not happening anymore. Thank you, TJ, for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a 6'9 power forward. Yeah, something like that. Big guy. Big guy. Um, yeah, with the, being the top three recruiting classes with three recruits, that says a whole lot about the talent level actually coming in. Mm-hmm. I think it's two four stars and then Omaha at a five. Yeah, yeah two fours and a five. And I think it's sh- shooting guard, small forward, power forward are the yeah. three. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely bringing in a strong, strong upgrades. Um, you know, you lose a lot of talent this with the seniors that were leaving with uh, Condent and all those guys. Mm-hmm. So to replace them in the future with uh, Omaha and those other recruits in this class, it's going to be a huge swing. Um, I could see Iowa State running the state here in basketball for the next couple of years. Oh, we've been running the state. Come on now. In basketball. In basketball. <laughs> We're not going to talk about football. We don't run the state in football, no. But uh, I, I don't know. I can see I can see things changing, but you know, nine was it nine years in a row? I yeah, it's, it's a lot. I don't even know. I stopped counting. <laughs> you know, it's getting the new coaches in. Uh, TJ's doing a heck of a job. Um, he brings a lot of heart to the program. Being originally from the program before leaving for UNLV, right? Yeah. Well, it, too, he went to South Dakota State, too, I believe, first, and then UNLV. Okay. But So to get him back and, you know, get the Iowa guys to stay in Iowa – it's definitely huge. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a huge basketball guy, but, you know, five-star is a five-star. You know, that's top-level lead talent. And to get it to come to Iowa State, to Ames, huge. Yeah, very, very exciting. Uh, and just, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's huge. Huge for the program, huge for just Ames, and huge for us fans that just have been waiting to – see guys like that play we've been so used to getting guys from the transfer portal two to three stars that just come in and there's nothing wrong with those guys i mean shoot we've made a living off of that uh and been really well uh done really well with it but to see it kind of turn around get some recruits coming our way um and people forget tj uh was fred hoiberg's recruiter so all those guys that played under fred uh he was the guy that was getting those guys to come so he uh is the big reason uh, for the turnaround, of course, being the head coach now. 
Um, but he was a big reason why we were winning games uh, back when he was recruiting for Fred. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see this year. They have a new, uh, that Taman Lipsy from Ames, who is apparently having a great summer camp, great summer workouts. Uh, he's looking really good. So we really have uh, kind of got into uh, um, some good talent coming in. And yeah, like you, like I see here, just imagine if Tyrese Hunter stayed. I don't even care, honestly. Uh, it sounds it sounds like Lipsy is going to be an upgrade. I think he's a little bit bigger and stronger, um, and is going to be more of a true point guard. Uh, Hunter was he was just great so defensive player, unbelievable on the defensive end. But he was just on the offensive end. He had the huge game against LSU, uh, which and Wisconsin, or he didn't play good against Wisconsin. LSU was a huge game that he had, but I mean. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited for the program. Uh, go state, man. Yeah, go storm. Go storm. All right, you got your uh, you got your player. I do have my player in mind. All right, I will uh, start the clock, and we'll see. I think what what did you get? Twenty nine seconds. So I got to try to get it under twenty nine. Uh, yeah. Um. It might be a little difficult for you. Oh, I thought we were going uh, easier ones, huh? Well, I mean, for me, he's a recognizable name. But for you, it might not be as recognizable. All right. Well, I'm going to try my best. I get 60 seconds, so let's see uh, what I can do. So I will start, and then I'll start asking questions. So here we go. AFC. No. NFC. Uh, yeah. East. No. North. Yes. Green Bay. No. Minnesota. No. Bears. Yes. Uh, defense. Yes. Uh, uh, end. No. Corner. No. Backer. Yes. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, Roquan Smith. Correct. Oh, man, dude, that was right at 29 seconds. We did the same thing. Oh, let's go. A tie. I just saw the matting ratings, and he is the best Bears player on the list for the Bears, I guess. I'm not shocked by that. I'm not that shocked. I'm not shocked by that at all. But it just, um, yeah, that list was horrible in general, and uh, my family's huge Bear fans. I'm not. I'm a Saints fan. I thought I was going to get you with that. I thought you were going to try to go Saints there. I tried to deke you there, but I guess I didn't. But, yeah, uh, he's, a, I think, an 89 overall in Madden. That's not, so that's he's not. the best Bears player, so I thought that would be easy enough. A little more difficult than guessing Miles Garrett. but Yeah. Hey, that's all right. Uh, I, I figured it out. Um, it took me a I little while. I was going to go Darnell Mooney, but I figured that might be a little tough, even though he's the Bears' number one receiver. I may have been able to get that, but the Bears got brought in so many like new wide receivers. It may have been tough to tough to get. The Bears stink, though. Yeah, I, we are Brooke praying for Justin Fields right now. His receiving core is so bad yeah. outside of Darnell Mooney. Oh my gosh, he's yeah. not a true number one. He's no, he's more no. of a slot guy or a number two, but he's going to be asked to play the number one role. So we're going to see how that works out for him. Hope What's unbelievable is David Montgomery, who puts up these huge numbers, and his offensive line is like one of the worst in the leagues. They're yeah, so they're, bad. They're actually uh, hyping up his backup a lot more than they are 
McDavid. Who's um, the backup Herbert? Herbert? Oh, yeah, he played a lot last year. He, he, great player, but, I mean, he's the number two back for a reason. But you got to have you got to have two guys. I mean, running backs, they you can't they have just one. Really. Yeah, exactly. You got to have two guys. And Herbert's more of a pass guy uh, out of the backfield. Montgomery, definitely not a guy where you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to really beat you in the receiving game. He's just more of a hard nose, gets you four or five yards each time. Yeah. Well, with that Bears line, it's more like two to three. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. Eight. I, I just can't imagine if he was on, like, say, the Bucks or the Cowboys or the Eagles or the ones who have the unbelievable offensive line. Browns. Yeah, yeah, the Browns. Like, I mean, he just – I feel bad for the guy, but, hey, he's making money. Uh, also, just side note, I didn't even think about – that we should have talked about. Did you see Aaron Rodgers say, come back at Devontae Adams with the whole Hall of Fame thing? I did. With That's Alan Lazard. Apparently, if for people that don't know, Devontae Adams said basically going from Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame quarterback is uh, always a good thing, something like that. And when talking about Alan Lazard uh, for Green Bay, he said when going from Hall of Fame wide receiver to Hall of Fame wide receiver uh, is always a good thing. So he kind of went back at Devontae. A little, I, I think it was friendly. I, I think he was just messing around. I think he has a pretty good sense of humor. Uh, not that Alan Lazard's not going to be a dog. I think he's going to have a huge season, but uh, calling him a Hall of Famer may be, may be a bit bold. <laughs> it was a, it was semi a slight dig at Devontae. A little um, bit, yeah. To compare Derek Carr to Aaron Rodgers, calling them both Hall of Famers, bit of a stretch. Very and also a very much of a stretch for Alan Lazard to be compared to Devontae Adams. Yeah. I think that's not, but um, yeah, huge going to be a huge year for Alan Lazard. Uh, I'm excited to see sleeper for sure. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, he's uh, definitely going to get a lot of the targets, and he's very underrated. He's a, he's an underrated route runner. He's still like six five. Like he's a big guy. He's increased his speed every single year throughout the league he's kind of lost some weight when he first got uh into the nfl i thought they were going to turn him into a tight end because he was just that big uh put a little meat on him and, uh, and he's such a good blocker that's why i just assumed they would put him as a tight end but he kind of worked his way was on the jags practice squad and just found a home here in green bay so easy guy to root for going undrafted and working his way up really Speaking of position change, did you see that uh, the Falcons changed their quarterback, uh, Felipe Franks, to a tight end? I did not. He actually had a hell of a catch the other day. I saw it on Twitter. He had, it was like a semi-diving catch, um, it, again, against the Falcons' defense, which isn't very good, but still not for a quarterback. A yeah, no, that's impressive. Making the switch, I think that's huge. Plus, Felipe Franks is a big guy, too. Yeah, he's big. Yeah. going to be a great backup for Kyle Pitts, I think. And that Marcus Mariota already won the starting job after I one day. That. So that I says a that. lot about Desmond Ritter yeah. when he was supposed to be the most pro-ready guy. I so, just sent you a video on Twitter not too long ago of uh, Kenny Pickett and said he's on fire, and it was an unbelievable throw. He threw it right to the defense. Yeah, triple coverage even. Yeah, he tried to fit it in triple coverage. Not not ideal. You know, um, I never I never really was all that high on Kenny Pickett. No, I think no, it's on the record even that I don't ha- I didn't have him that high 
I don't think yeah. either of us had them in our top three QBs on the list when we talked about draft. Yeah, and that he went first. He, he was the first one. Granted, he's going to be familiar with the area because Pittsburgh and University of Pitt practice on the same spot, but it, not a great start. Um, but great defense to go up against, especially as a rookie. I could see Money Mitch Trubisky being the number one guy. He's going to easily probably take the job from oh, Kenny, yeah. given that all previous experience. And also, I don't think he was the problem in Chicago. I think it was more Matt Nagy. Mm-hmm. I can see Money Mitch actually leading the Steelers to a winning record, one. Two, not losing the starting job to Kenny Pickett. And three, possibly a two-seed in their division. Mm, that's bold, but I don't see – they're definitely not getting two. I, I see Ravens, and then I see Steelers. You Black. you have them beating the, the Bengals? Bengals are going to fall off. Ah, that's they're not going to they're not going to do the huge comeback. I don't I don't think mm, that's bold. I feel like the Bengals got better. Bengals did get better, but I think the Ravens were missing a lot of pieces. Oh, the, so they're gonna, the Ravens are going to win the division. I'm saying the Bengals are going to get second though. I don't know. I like the Steelers' defense. And if Massage Brother uh, doesn't get caught, the Browns are going to be pretty good. He's still going to get suspended for some games. And who, they're going to roll out. I don't even know who they signed. Brissett is their backup Kobe right Brissette. now. So yeah. there's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just depends on how many games he gets suspended. But if he comes back, he's still... Deshaun Watson's still a top 10 quarterback when, when playing. I'm saying as if the Browns do not have Deshaun Watson for at least six games. All right. All right. Give him the same suspension as Kamara, which is whatever. Still see them finishing with a losing record in those six games. Yeah. And then 100%. Yeah. They're going to get beat by Carolina week one. Baker's going to go off for like 450 yards, six tugs. <sighs> okay. So. I don't even remember how I put it in the – we did the AFC North already. I think I did have the Bengals finishing second. Yeah, I, I think you that. did too. I think we both did. I We both had the Ravens winning. Oh, the- yeah, we third and fourth is where we had the yeah Browns and – not the Browns, but – yeah, the Browns and – Browns and Pittsburgh. So, retract second place for third place so I can keep my – legitimacy accurate with my prediction from the previous episode. All righty. That's bold. <laughs> I don't know. Third, uh, third place in a division of four. It's not third, third. I could see third, but it all depends on Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson plays and money, Mitch, and, it depends if he's actually a guy or not. Yeah. Cause uh, Pittsburgh has got the roster to be actually good. Like they have the roster to win the division. It's just if money Mitch is going to be money or going to be poor. I don't know. <laughs> Whether he's throwing dimes or throwing pennies, I guess. Yeah. It's it's either dimes or pennies that he's throwing. I don't know. So, a lot of bootlegs coming in. I can feel it. I'd a say a lot of Najee Harris if I'd have to be a betting man. Speaking of, what pick did you get in your fan- in fantasy? I got 10th at a 12-man league. 
which is like the worst spot you can be other than 11 or 12? Uh, I don't know. The problem is, is there's like like six, there's six running backs right now that are like your top six guys. And other than that, it's, it's a drop off. So in running back in, in fantasy is huge. I think two is worse. Two is kind of sucky because you have the, should I pick Christian McCaffrey or not? Christian McCaffrey did say that he feels the healthiest he's ever been since being in the NFL. So, so he's going to tear his ACL. In so five I don't know. Three. If if healthy, he's still a top two running or top two fantasy player because he just gets so many touches and both receiving and rushing. But it's just if he's healthy, it, it's it's a huge question. I think I might trade. See if I can trade the two pick. I'll take know. it. I'll take the two. I'll I'll roll with Christian McCaffrey. I don't care. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we will be back next time, but we had a sexy Saturday for you. My boy was on vacation, so it took a little while uh, for us to get us get the podcast rolling. But a uh, sexy Saturday for you. Top five fast food, MLB game, Omaha, Baloo with a huge recruit to Iowa State. And our final last guest player so we will be back next week peace out everyone Ligma.